Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. We're all friends, we're here to have fun, but our story can include graphic violence, drug use, sexual content, and other mature themes. We've talked at our table about safety, comfort, and consent, both as players and storytellers. We know what to expect, we're all excited to be here, and we want you to feel the same, so listener discretion is advised. Now, let's walk the path of night. Last time on Path of Night, the Quartery gathered to the side to hear Wen recount her meeting with Shaw's child, the new Nosferatu primogen, who had many questions about what happened between Johnny and his sire. The news didn't bode well, so the Quartery gathered up Neil and their gear to head off to Boston in search of the answers Wen wanted about the dead rising, and with a little luck, to gain favor with the New Haven court. Trip. It's all pretty easy going. Sometimes you see, you know, state trooper cars kind of like whip by, but never, they're never looking for you. And then uh, as you kind of get close, you start really kind of seeing Boston's lights and uh, you arrive to the city. So um, you guys said you had contacts up here. Where, where are we supposed to be going? Don't we go to get hospitality first? Yeah, but I assume we had a, a, a contact who would like introduce us or... I uh, talked to Jane before we left. She gave me a number of her contact. Okay, should we call before we get into the city limits? Johnny holds up a card with a phone number, uh, jotted down onto it. This is a Ventru kind of dead zone, unfortunately. There's, uh, it's probably why Arabella came up here, but okay. other than that, she might be involved in the financial sector. Okay, so um, I guess Brennan wants to make a phone call if Ventru or Persona non grata up here? I mean, it's it's somebody that Jane is, is friends with, and I'm assuming that she probably gave them the heads up. Okay. Well, oh, somebody needs to make the phone call. Yeah, we need to make that point of contact in person, or over the phone, rather. Johnny, would it be a bruja, or I guess I could try? Well, they're a friend of Jane's. Just go from there. He hands the card to you with the number. Uh, Britta looks at the card, and do we know her name? Anything about her? They're friends with Jane. Give them a call and tell them, tell them who it is. Alrighty. And she will call. The phone rings for a little while, and you hear someone pick up. Who the hell is this? Um, hi, this is Britta. Um, I'm a part of Johnny's Coterie. Oh, who the hell is Johnny? We're friends of Jane. We're getting into Boston. Jane. Would... All right. You were playing. And what's your name? I'm Britta. All right, Britta. And you said something about a coterie? We have a group, yeah. Well, I'm Scourge Sullivan. I work here in Boston. I'll get you checked in. Uh, if you if, there's, if you need more than that, let me know, and I'll make sure you're taken care of. Uh, but right now, the prince is holding his court. Uh, no one's invited so we're not sure when he's going to be available again. Uh, but in the meantime, I have clearance to have you granted permission to remain in the domain until he's all set to have, you know, an appointment. Thank you, Scourge Sullivan. That's very helpful. I guess. I'll do what I can. Any um, particular meeting place you'd like for us? 
Yeah, I'll pick you up at Quincy Market. All right. Try not to make any noise. I appreciate it. And I give him an approximate time based on Johnny's estimate. Where are we headed? Quincy's Market. Gotcha. To meet with Skirt Sullivan. Um, They're not holding... Well, they're not having visitors right now, but his grace is in the middle of court. It's going to be a little bit getting through through the actual township, so I'm say we'll probably be there about an hour or so. Um, about an hour or so? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. For sure. Thank you. Yeah, he hangs up. Five minutes later, Dunkin' Donuts is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, guys, we just got to be cool for an hour in Boston. How hard can that be? <laughs> <laughs> he did mention not to make any noise. I don't know if that means he's expecting anything, but... Um, yeah, he said he had clearance to hold us for a while, maybe until, um, court is open to us. No, you said that was the Scourge? Scourge Sullivan. Okay. It sounds like... Have we explained what a Scourge is? I don't remember. Okay, Scourge is a position within some courts. They take care of undocumented kindred. That's us, right? Well, not anymore. We made contact with him. Yeah, so... In theory, he'll um, he'll give us the okay until we can formally ask for the hospitality of the prince. Being that I know Jane, does the name Sullivan ring any bells for me? Uh, uh, she's vaguely referenced on a handful of occasions. I never never knew that it was the Scourge, right? Yeah. Okay. I think Sullivan's a bruja, but uh, I've only heard their name in passing. Jane's mentioned them a few times. Uh-huh. Didn't realize it was the Scourge, though. Well, hopefully they'll be able to give us a little bit of lay of the land, and then we'll go from there. I was kind of hoping for an Elysium, but... I mean, Scourge sounds more ominous than just a waypoint. Sort of a weird title, isn't it? Well, they... When he says take care of undocumented kindred... Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of different ways to take care of undocumented kindred. Usually, Scourge looks for those who... They're not the welcoming committee. Let's put it that way. I see. But, on the plus side, we get to go to Quincy Market. That's true. Yeah. Um, just I don't I don't know if it's made, been made clear yet or anything, but I know we've talked about. It's been a little while since we've talked about the traditions and things. Don't um, we're not going to be feeding or anything while we're here until we get permission for you know different people have different territories, different different hunting grounds. So, all right. Um, we topped out outside the city. Everything's fine, but we will not be eating in Boston until someone says, "Here's where you can eat." Just gotcha. as a general. As always, Neil, I appreciate the warnings. It's really helpful. Thank you. Well, you know, I just... Also, the uh, the Camarilla owns Boston, but there are parts of it that are pretty well um, held by another clan called the Giovanni. They're who I'm here to see. They're not necessarily uh, always friendly with the Camarilla. I think right now... Relations are pretty good. It's kind of like uh, New Haven and uh, the Sedites. Exactly. By the way, as we're approaching here, are you seeing anything here, Wynn? I mean, <clears throat> you said some sort of like conflux or large happening was happening out here. Is there anything you're seeing? Wynn takes a look around. It's like desolate here. There's nothing to speak of in terms of uh, ghostly activity. Even like the really old Boston structures that you would assume would be there, especially like around downtown uh, Boston, 
It's all shredded and torn down. It looks like a storm recently ripped through this place. And every now and again, the wind kind of picks up again. It's a fucking wasteland. Is that normal? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, that's not it. You know how... Remember Hurricane Andrew? Yeah, what it did to Florida? Let's I, go with yes. I remember it crashed the insurance industry around here and closed a bunch of businesses. It, um, it's, it's sort of like that. All of these old structures are torn down. They look like they've been clawed to pieces. Okay. And the, the wind keeps picking up again. Why would that be? That's what I'm here to find out. Sometimes there are storms. But this would have to be a hell of a storm. People, like, uh, people talk about the Giovanni. And I think this is a little bit more than rumor. But word is they have their hands deep into the spirit realm. So they're kind the of like when? realm. They're specifically, they, they, I'm going to say, work with the realm of the dead. There's some sorcery that binds the dead. Why are you hesitating when you say that they Because work some with? of it is some of it is more benevolent than others. Some of them they're just mediums. They um, just work with them like any other medium would, but a lot of necromancers their practices are unsavory. They make things out of the dead. Like Reese. Yeah. Reese isn't Reese has things that were made by soul forging but i don't think he's a soul forger you can't trust any blood sorcerer you can trust at least johnny's blood eyes sorcerer. kind of flick in the rear view for a second neil is not capable of meeting his eyes how does that help johnny it's the truth that's your truth all right so we treat the giovanni like they're friends acquaintances be polite be respectful mm. sort of how you would treat anyone. Okay. Uh, I need to get in touch with Raven to get a point of contact with them. Uh, once, I probably shouldn't be summoning and speaking with any animals until we've been given clearance to do so. All right. Uh, eventually, the group of you do make it to Quincy Market, and you almost hear it before you see it as the kind of cobblestone uh, pathways here cause drunk women with high heels to get their heels stuck frequently. Uh, so every now and again, one takes a dip, hits the ground, says something very loudly about how incredibly drunk she is, and then her girlfriends kind of help her back up to their feet, and the cycle begins anew. These incredibly drunk women issue their mating calls repeatedly, and uh, drunk kind of like beefy muscled up guys who are not very like tall wow kind of head over to flirt <laughs> with them with their like soul patches and like head of spiked hair are there chin straps too sometimes yeah okay. yeah absolutely there absolutely. goes our late 90s uh central boston listeners. we did it we hit the quota <laughs> we've uh they no longer want to listen to us they got puka shell necklaces <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking red socks everywhere socks the group of you find yourselves being followed as you uh, make your way around Quincy Market. And uh, eventually this this man in kind of like a, like a tarnished, old, faded, like white button-down shirt, old tie, old pants, old shoes uh, approaches you. He's got like, he's, he's one of those guys that has like an, an endless five o'clock shadow 
like it's always five o'clock for his beard. He uh, approaches the group and uh, gives like a little bit of a surly nod. Britta lifts her hand to wave a little bit and offers a smile. So why are you here? We're looking for Arabella Rollins. Who sent you? A combination of uh, Pendragon and Upton Rollins. Okay. Uh, he kind of gives you like this look like he might not trust you, but it's unclear as to which individual you mentioned that causes this. All right. Well, his, his grace is uh, holding a court right now. And when it's done, uh, we can, we can take a look at getting the group of you, uh, more permanently allowed to stay here. But sometimes when you hold this court, it can be a few days. So you're going to have to bear with us while we work on that. Thank um, you. A few days? Well, people aren't allowed to attend his courts when he's holding them, so it's it's mostly just him in a quiet room. But sometimes he can take a while with it. We don't really give him a hard time about it because he'll stick his fucking red coat on you, and then it's all over. It's game over. Neil looks not at all surprised by the idea of holding uh, court in an empty room. For basically, days. you're going to want to be in your best behavior. Uh, if you're not fucking around too much, I'll keep you out of trouble. Um, but if you want to file with the Redcoats, they're going to fucking kill you, and uh, I'm not going to help you. Uh, I'm sorry, can you explain who the Redcoats are? Somebody sent you to Boston and tell you about the Redcoats? Short answer, yes. They're the enforcers. Uh, bully boys, but allowed to kill people. Uh, the ringleader is an elder. Gangrel. Tough guy. Name? I'm not going to go heavy into the structure of the city until we're somewhere actually safe. Just understand that these are very aggressive individuals, and they're pretty much just looking for the opportunity to kill kindred, especially out-of-towners. Thank you for the warning. So, why don't we get going? Uh, I'm going to have you lay low for a night, see what I can do to get you set up. Why? What, what are you here for again? What is What is this? Why, did, a- why did two princes send you? Especially Ar- two princes that don't like each other. Arabella Rollins has been making waves up here. And they you would guys like- are going after Arabella Rollins? I wanted to talk to her, at least. <laughs> he gives this cynical laugh. What's- All right, your funeral, let's go. Why? What's going Well, okay, we'll wait till we... They didn't warn you or nothing? Any information you have would be helpful if you're willing to share. Was, was this a suicide punishment mission we were sent on? Would that surprise any of us? No, because we keep doing things that are considered suicide, so. So it's a win-win for them, I guess? Pretty much, yeah. Right, well, follow me this way. And he basically kind of takes you on a walk, headed into, like, the financial district. It's kind of later in the evening, so there's, like, fucking nobody there. Mm. And it's, like, this weird ghost town, even though you haven't actually traveled very far from where people actually are. And you go for the walk, and there's, like, a lot of hills, and there's lots of, like, little sights to see. And when far enough, he kind of turns and kind of sits down by the curb and lights up a cigarette. And again, like, it's, there's, like, no one here. There's, like, no cars passing through, nothing. Your friend Arabella Rollins has been looking for something uh, uh, tied to a little bit of um, an urban legend, uh, kind of an old story for the area, something called the Ur Codex. And she's a very uh, occulty kindred, dangerous, dangerous woman. The last scourge was found having been completely fucking incinerated looking for her. 
She's she's killed Kindred, and she looks like she's willing to do it again. This does not sound like the same woman that we dealt with, like, a month ago. All right, well, what was she like a month ago? She was in New Haven. Doing what? Acting as Harpy. Well, and then calling Praxis on the Prince. Which failed. But not really excited to uh, involve herself in a fight. Right, and not wielding magics that I'm aware of. Yeah, she she ran from the Lupin. There is non-magical ways to incinerate somebody. That's fair. Yeah, that's definitely fucking fair. I could slap you in the mouth and leave burn marks. Um, so... All right. But you said she was looking into this codex? Or rumors of That's it? the rumor. Mm. What's, uh... The R codex? Yeah. Is that... All right. So, allegedly, during, like, the time of, like, witchcraft and trials... Okay. Um, there was uh, a cult... And their ringleader had bound his soul into an ancient tome. And through that tome, he was able to, to, you know, teach all sorts of secrets to anyone that held the book. Supposedly, she's looking for it. At least that's what the Nosferatu say. The last scourge, actually a red coat, who went after her, I don't know, fell for some booby trap or some shit and ended up dead. Britta, as he's kind of telling this story, will sit down on the curb as well and listen. And when he says that the last scourge ended up dead, uh, she'll look over and ask, So, you've had to be looking for her too, right? Something like that. Uh, does she officially have hospitality here? Uh, no, she does not. Uh, no venture may have hospitality here. I feel like the whole party just looks at me at the same time. Wynn is actually suspiciously quiet during this whole conversation. Jo- Johnny doesn't burn you with a look on that, so. I would look at me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're obviously. Miles is looking at himself. Yeah, like, like, just, uh. Yeah, I mean, you are OFV. Yeah. Obviously fucking venture. <laughs> is that it's part negotiable? Of the uh, no, there's no way they're going to let a venture live here. However. Your uh, friend, he kind of says, like, vaguely gesturing to Miles. Miles waves. Uh, so long as he keeps his mouth shut, isn't disrespectful, they're not going to tear him to pieces. Um, they're probably not going to let him stay for more than a few nights, which means if you're going after this person, you need to actually, like, chop, chop, get it done, or else you're going to end up being sent home before you really accomplish anything. Good to know. Even if we're solving a problem for the city like this? To them, the venture of the problem. You add another venture, you're not actually solving the problem. You're just adding more problem. Yeah. All that's, right, that's logical. Mm. No, that's, that's math. That's how math works. Yeah. One douchebag plus one douchebag makes two douchebags. This is, it. This is where the I was, object is guys, zero douchebags. This is where your agreeance was a little bit hurtful. Do you have any idea where to start looking for perspective? Uh, if, we drop, had, if we had a death wish. I could draw up a couple locations, see if that helps you out. That'd be great. Do you think the uh, the Tremere in the city might be willing to talk to us? If she's looking for the Ur Codex, they might have some insight. Yeah, I know that. I'm sure the Tremere will be happy to talk to you. Thank you. I can't tell if that was sarcastic. Yeah, I very much tell without myself that Tremere is usually never we- happy to talk to people. Who's that? Our Tremere is very grumpy. Who's your Tremere? Reese. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not that different. So, <laughs> But uh, they're at least willing to talk. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds good. Um, hey, so Sullivan, how do you know uh, Jane? Uh, she and I have the same sire. Oh, broodmates then. Yep. Good to know. Is there uh, going to be a problem if I talk to some of the animals in the city? What the fuck are you going to say to them? 
I just need to send a message back to someone. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I just, I mean, I don't really talk to animals, so I have no idea what's going to piss them off and what's yeah, well, not. Well, I was worried about pissing off anyone who does talk to the animals. It's more than anything. But We've just heard things about King and wanted to make sure we were extra polite and respectful before we go around flexing any of our powers. That's pretty a good idea. He's got like an order of knights and uh, they're fucking, it's, uh, you're, it, you're stepping into a pretty strange situation. So being careful about it is not a bad idea. And oh. it sounds like we share an objective a little bit if Arabella's become your problem. Uh, I'm not really willing to commit to that. Okay. Her being your problem or sharing an objective? I I don't know why you said the same thing twice, but... <laughs> Just wanted to check. No to both. How long have you been scourged for? Uh, a couple months. How do you like it? Well, uh, I think um, I think I get by, and uh, I'd like to keep doing that. Wait, Arabella killed the other Scourge a couple months ago? No, there's three Scourges oh. in the domain. I was under the impression that you took the job from the other dead one. Oh, no, no. I would have never fucking taken it if I knew that shit was going on. So Arabella is a recent problem. Yeah. Wanted to check my timeline. Is there anything else that we should keep an eye out for? While here? Mm-hmm. Boston's got a long history with the dead, so... That's part of the reason I'm here. Yeah, so, you know, weird things happen sometimes, but... Where are the uh, where are the Giovanni uh, hiding out in this city currently? The Giovanni actually mainly operate out of the Prudential. That's where Milliner and all of them have their little meetings. How are relations with them? They get along all right. Actually, they're very tight with the Tremere. So, one of those things. If you want to get in with the Giovanni, get in tight with the Tremere. That's the way to do it. You want to piss off the Giovanni, piss off the Tremere. Good to know. Um. So it looks like we need to have a couple of conversations and things while we're here. Uh, do, do you have a so a place for visitors to stay, or yeah, I can put you up. Okay, I pr- I much pre- appreciated. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. He uh, takes you guys for like a walk over to the north end, and you guys get like this little fucking hole in the wall restaurant, like haven space, and are able to kind of get rested up and settled in well before dawn. Hey Sullivan, one last question. Yeah. Did the uh, did you get an edict up here about having to embrace? people for Pendragon's army? Yeah, we did. So that bullshit's going all around the Northeast, huh? You should see the compound. All right, so go ahead and get some rest, and uh, I'll see what I can do to help you guys out tomorrow. But I'll make sure he has a phone number for us. Good night. Thanks again. Have a good night. The group of you head to the location that's given to you by Scourge Sullivan. And there you come to an apartment in the North End that overlooks what's this string of restaurants um, on kind of like a, a small like road that seems to see a ton of traffic. There's people kind of walking around. You can hear the bustling of the city even at this time as people start closing up restaurants and getting ready to head home. And in this little apartment, it's it's cozy. Huge, thick curtains that are uh, pretty obviously designed to kind of make the area more comfortable and useful as a haven. But beyond that, it's actually rather spartan. Uh, No one lives here. There's some furniture, definitely no art whatsoever. Even the kitchen area doesn't seem to have anything in the way of dishes. There's no pots and pans. This is not a place that the living makes use of. With that said, it's very clean. It's a tidy space. And it looks like this might be a spot that they frequently use to care for visitors. 
So the group of you head in one at a time. It's got two bedrooms. There's the living room. Then there's the dining room slash kitchen area. There are more of you than there are rooms. So there's going to be some figuring out to do. Uh, but beyond that, there's certainly enough space for all of you. All right. Who wants to bunk up? Sure. Okay. All right. Looks like we've got a space and a little bit of time. Let's go over what we're supposed to be doing tomorrow. So I need to get in touch with Raven because my job here just got a lot more complicated. How come? Raven asked me to help her find this book that Arabella Rollins has. I don't know if she'd mind me telling you, but I'll tell you anyway. It belonged to her. Is so the, the Ur Codex? Is that what they call it? Codex, yes. How long ago did it belong to Raven? Very long. Like, it belonged to her and her coven. Do people they out- created it. Do people outside of Gangrel know this? I doubt it. Wait, like coven, like like a witch coven? Yeah. Like- Raven's history is very long and... Um. Arabella Rollins, what, what does she want it, do you think, then, if it's Raven's book? It's was, probably full of a lot of magic stuff. Was Arabella... I mean, Arabella's reasonably old-ish, I think. Miles, how old is Arabella? Unsure. I was under the impression that her embrace was not terribly off from mine, but... Oh. Um, but I don't know for sure. I've never actually looked up her pedigree. Because... So it's not likely then that, like... But she's the child of Roland's. The, 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 so, are we sure of that? Fairly sure. She wouldn't have been in, like, a a, a witch coven with, with Raven then. No, it's So not she just likely. wants it for different things. But yeah. Raven wants it, too. Raven wants it, yes. Okay. Because the impression I got, and I, I, you know, I don't know for a fact, obviously, but the impression that I got was that uh, Arabella doesn't have it yet. Yeah, but she has fragments of it. Oh, Okay. That's what I thought he said. I, I don't know. So the Tremere do their own kind of magic. Then there's what Neil can do. When you when you say a coven, how's that separate? Different kind of magic. Different. Neil sculpts with clay. The Tremere carve ice. This is painting on a on a canvas. Is it? Because I mean, it might. There's the possibility that it might not even be. Oh, I'm magic. Just... Like you to know, be, to be fair, be if, if we're using people. if we're using art analogies, I think Xantosa sculpts with clay. I think Neil makes collages with newspapers. Yeah, but they're like really good collages. I'm not I'm not saying they're bad. Anyways, it may be a form of mortal magic too. Not any of the things that we're dealing with. Is that even right. real? While we're talking about this, Neil, yeah, do you mind doing that thing you did to the windows? Yeah, I had kind of planned on it. Um, and I, I was also going to do a, a thing wherever I end up sleeping, uh, I, to, so that if we get interrupted during the day that I'll, I can wake up. Um, but I'll, yeah, 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 Johnny. Uh, and sort of like taking Neil sort of looks a little perked up, like Johnny is taking him seriously and not just immediately attacking him for doing blood magic. You can see that he's actually... Very reticent about asking you, but you get the feeling that he's trying to extend an olive branch. Neil sort of pops his fangs and uses one of them to rip open his thumb and then starts walking around just drawing little blood sigils on all the windows and doors. He'll, uh, he'll walk with you and kind of watch uh, while, while he's listening to Wynn talk more about the Ur Codex. He's kind of giving you a, a sneer as you're doing it, but he's controlling himself and just holding back the curtains so that you can do 
your ritual. Still listening to Wynn talk about the Ur Codex, but as he's doing this ritual, sort of muttering under his breath, he occasionally will throw out little explanations of stuff, kind of like a like a kid showing off his art project that he's like really excited to see for his dad to see, even though it's bad. That kind of energy as he just walks the paces and it takes him like the better part of an hour as they're all talking. So when it sounds like we don't really know what kind of magic, if anything, the Codex has in it? Honestly, I don't know what kind of magic is in it. I know that there probably is magic in it. Rumored to be powerful. And I suspect the rumors are mm. what drew Arabella to it. It's important to Raven one way or another. It's important mm. to Raven, and it's something that she asked me to help her with in exchange for getting an in with the Giovanni oh, so here we, in Boston. We, we do, in theory, have an in with the Giovanni. They owe Raven some favors, and she's agreed to help me with it so if I help her with this. We have kind of two, sort of three goals while we're up here in Boston, right? Two of them seem to involve Arabella. At this well, I mean, point. Two, the, they're they're kind of related, right. but we need to to deal with Arabella. We need to deal find the Urcodex for for Raven, or at least try to at least and, give her some clues so she can keep the, up the search. Yeah, uh, and then related to all of that was you had something you wanted to talk to Giovanni about with with something with the lands of the dead. I there was a huge storm, um, and they're anticipating. So I want to hear more about this storm and the Giovanni, but before we get there, real quick, when I got your back, I trust you on this, but what what's Raven's game here? Because I know you have a relationship with her, but I don't trust that gangrel as far as I can throw her. Granted, I can throw people aways, but, yeah, but she looks you get really my point. Heavy. I understand and sympathize. Is Raven, can, I don't know, elders are weird. Elders yeah. play their own... I mean, their own cards, they keep their cards close to the chest. She, I would be lying if I said she had drawn me in for anything, but she has a lot of knowledge and she's, she's an asset. When, when I was in, um, when I was in Baghdad, uh, Jubair and Nara were talking to me about basically more people now are, are playing their elders games than, than ever before. That basically every elder is trying to push towards their end game. Raven what? said something similar. So whatever her endgame happens to be. It involves the Urcodex. Well, I guess we kind of have I'm to guessing. we have to go out on a limb and trust some people. So you, you think Raven is, it would be okay to facilitate this business with the Urcodex for her? If, I do, yeah. If Arabella is burning people alive, I, I feel like I would rather have Raven have it than Arabella. I mean, it's really depending on what those people did. Which those people? The one that she burned alive. If Arabella is interested in things like magic books and people who go after her burst into flames, I mean... There's a lot of ways that can come about. Mm, but Stopping Arabella doesn't mean we have, to, we have to find this book for Raven. But, when if you think this is the best way to maintain that relationship and she hasn't shown you anything to turn you off from helping her in this endeavor... I don't trust her with my life, but I do trust her. That's good enough for me. She did leave us behind to deal with the weeping bear. That's why uh, I trust her, but I don't trust her with my life. On the flip side, uh, the more that time is going on uh, and the more things I'm learning about, the more I think that Raven was actually kind of straight with us back in January. I think she about was. About things. I don't think she's kept a lot of secrets when it comes to stuff that we need to know. She's just 
looking out for herself. All right. If the two of you think that it's a good idea to be dealing with her, I'm in. Oh, I have no idea. I just think she was, you know, I'm as sure as I can be. Trust your instincts. Well, I'm trusting Wynn on this one, but... Well, speaking of Arabella and the Codex, it seems to me that if she's got fragments of it, if we find her, then we're closer to getting to the actual Codex. But, well, speaking of someone who just recently got lit on fire a little and... Oh, that's not really something... How are we going to approach this? Well, uh, we don't have any leads on Arabella, other than the fact that she's in Boston. I can find Um, The people who might have leads are probably the Giovanni. So, Wim, why don't you go back to telling us about why exactly you want to talk with them before I uh, interrupted you on that? Among the dead, there are legends of these great storms called maelstroms. And there's the story that when the sixth, I believe, comes, it will wipe out the souls of the dead. Now, is this like a storm that we can see or? No, there might be effects in the what they call the Skinlands, but there's this would be something that just annihilates the land of the dead. I'm sorry. When I know you have these visions with the dead, treat me like that I'm an elementary school student and I need to be explained this from the ground up. What exactly is going on here? So how elementary school go? Like you need to know what, what the Shadowlands are. Yeah. All right. So I'll do my best. Um, this is something kind of, I've always seen. Um, you mean ghosts, ghosts, spirits, different worlds interlaid on top of each other. Um, There's a place for spirits, you know, elemental things. And then there's a place called the Shadowlands, which is for creatures called wraiths, which are souls of the dead that are somehow trapped there. So like people who can't move on? Yeah. That's where Joey found himself, huh? Yeah. Joey was still anchored here, and he still is. Um, It's not a kind life, so to speak, that wraiths live. Aside from the possibility of necromancers using them to fuel and power objects and themselves, other wraiths, more powerful wraiths, will often feed on the smaller ones. They, like, diabolize each other? Cannibalize is probably more the word. Well, a soul eating a soul. Yeah. And this Shadowlands is all around us? It's all around us. It's... It's not a reflection of our world so much because there's not a lot of... Things have to be very old to exist in the Shadowlands. Or they have to be made made of soul-forged wraiths. Well, that sounds awful. It's awful. It's an eternity of being hammered on an anvil. Being raised to malleable temperatures and being hammered. Now I'm more anxious about dying. So, and this maelstrom seems to be doing... Massive destruction to the Shadowlands. Yes, and the Wraiths. And it's causing some unforeseen consequences, if any part of this could be foreseen. It's knocking souls back into their bodies, but not, not in any kind of, not in any kind of productive way. It's creating zombies. Just... Like, like Romero, Walking Dead kind of bullshit? That seems... You know, incapable of, of speech, um... Weird. No real goal other than violence. It seems like they're in pain. 
That was that business in the Holy, Holy Land, right? Yeah. Yeah, Weathers gave me a call on that. I didn't actually take care of it, but I heard about some of the guys that did have to clean it up. Yeah, it's not good. One of the wraiths I'm regularly in contact with told me about it, and he told me about all the things that are happening. He's not a good person, by the way. You know, wraiths are just like anyone else. Some are like Joey, some are like Mr. Perfect. Uh, if he calls himself Mr. Perfect, I can I could understand why he would not be the best. Person. Well, he wanted me to watch him cannibalize some of the other ghosts. Okay. So that's um gross. Man. Yeah, it's right. So these these Giovanni are the ones to talk to about this problem with the Shadowlands. The Giovanni are known necromancers, and they um they have a relationship with the Shadowlands that few other clans do. Yeah. I'm not anticipating getting along with them very well, but they are looking for mediums. They are looking for. So you're going to probably run into a lot of scenarios like how Reese was abusing ghosts. Yeah. But it's going to be Can you keep that much worse. Because if we piss off the Giovanni here, we piss off the Tremere, which means we piss off the whole city. Guess we'll see. I know that's not the right answer. If, but if you need help keeping calm before we go in anywhere, let me know. I might. I think that might be a good idea. I'll give you a high five if I need a hand. Okay. Or just tell you if just, the situation allows. It, I don't want to preemptively dead your nerves before. I don't want that without either. Without your help or without your say so, but if, in case. I appreciate that. We have very few friends in this city. Mm-hmm. The Tremere and the Giovanni are potentially a few of the only ones that might actually be willing to help us. Um, Give it some thought. You were saying something about being able to find Arabella Neal. I think so. Yeah. I haven't done it I, I had in practice, but I know who she is. I can at least follow her trails. I just, we need a, like a starting place, a place to really look for. So if the Scourge could tell us where the burned body was found, where the last one died, yeah. uh, it might help pick up some clues. Uh, it'll take us a, stra- a trail straight to her. In theory, I, I haven't done it, but it's possible. Otherwise, it's just looking for clues and, and trying to, to get a sense of where to go. I can... I mean, if I'm good for anything, right? It's looking at stuff. You're good for lots, Neil. Is it safe for you to do this? Good question. It seems like we have pretty... I feel like they're going to let us do what we need to do if we can get rid of the Arabella problem for them. So long as we're pursuing Arabella, that kind of... I mean, between Upton Rollins and Pendragon, and they seem surprised. One of those held more weight than the other. Probably the Pendragon. Pendragon, if we're around here. Unless there's a schism within this. And I mean, if we're lucky, uh, we can just take care of all this real quick and leave and, and never have so to go it, to court. Why would you say that? If the court wants to reach out to us, it's true. who's who's going to sp- speak to the court on, on the behalf of the coterie? Because it might, unfortunately, not want to be you, Miles. I mean, I could put on other clothes, but I think that would still be a good one. Uh, I th- yeah, you're... I don't think you're going to change your blood with a change of suit. Quinn King. I'm not unknown. Yeah. I'd say either Britta or Neil. Is that even al- allowed? Well, we'd find out fairly quickly. Well, I just mean that I'm not... Um acknowledged yet better uh better keep that under wraps no one needs to know the business of new haven uh uh, unless you uh unless you're asked directly don't lie to somebody like quentin king i mean he's presumably uh better at picking out truths than we are plus his his group of knights there are they scare me they really scare me 
I mean, would he get along better with you being a Malkavian? Not necessarily. Not if I stumble over my words. Uh, how much do you know about, like, courtly speech and Arthurian legend? I mean, when it comes to etiquette and stuff like that, I've been learning as well as I can. He might look at me like a court jester. If he looks at you like a like a, a visiting princess or something, like that might be that might be a benefit. Um, I mean, we can both be there, obviously, but when it comes to talking to people, I will 100% let you take the lead. And if there's something I think you really need to know, I'll just put the thought in your head. That's a weird way to put that. Why? Apparently that's a new thing you can do. What do you mean? Putting a thought in the head. I can hear thoughts if I try. That's what I mean by a new thing that you can do. Have you but been you can... doing that a lot, hearing thoughts? Um... Uh, not without listening. I'm just going to let this go. Yeah, it's probably for the best. All right. It sounds like we have a plan. I think first thing tomorrow, we'll... It sounds like you're going to contact Raven. I'm going to try and contact Raven. And we're going to then try to see if we can locate Arabella. If you guys really want me to be talking in front of the court, I am going to need a lot of help. I Well, ho- yeah. hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully we can just in and out. And, and- If you got to talk with Quentin King or any of his knights... I will be there by your side, and no one will lay a finger on you. Um, okay. Yeah, Thank we'll, you guys. we'll all be there. but I'm sure they won't let us wander around by ourselves. Anyways. Frankly, and, and not to, I hope you take this as more of a compliment than uh, an increase of pressure as we lay stones upon you, but mm. um, frankly, out of all of us, I think you're probably the best choice to talk to people and make them not hate us in this city. I just don't want to repay what you guys have done for me by endangering you just because I don't know something like like, like what a scourge is or how to properly ask for hospitality or anything like that. Um, don't worry about that. Well, see, the thing is, Miles can probably coach you if we have to go somewhere beforehand and just he can tell you the etiquette and then you can execute it. I mean, some of the stuff we've covered before, too, so... Just don't it's tell not them terribly that. different. If you need a Miles quick refresher on what court positions are, we can also make that happen. Also, Quentin King's court is weird, so, like, kind of none of us really know the rules. All right. Thank you, guys. It's also, all jazz. And hopefully don't, we don't have don't to. Don't forget, the Camarilla is a society that's existed for centuries. Maybe even more. The oldest of us have only been part of it for less than half a century. It takes... A long time to appease some of these elders. If you realize that, and that you're never going to be good enough for them, accept that, use it as armor, and just let your attitude do all the talking. A lot of it's about first impressions, and and again, I think you're going to give a better first impression than any of us. I'll try. Oh, we can ask. Miles, don't give me that look. I cannot help myself. He understands his position in the city as... Since it's backwards. Sometimes it's easy for me to get too caught up in remembering that I've only been remembering for a couple months. So, thank you. That helps. If it it helps, helps put things in scale, Johnny. If it helps make you feel better, too. You might be older than any of us. You might be better pursued. We, we, we don't know that. All right. That's enough helping. All right. Uh, Neil, did you finish doing your booge to the windows? Neil goes into like the last windows and just finishes and... With a little expenditure of like ritualistic will, closes off the space so that light can no longer come inside. Okay, so 
sun's coming up soon. Should we? I'm gonna turn in. Okay. All right. Um, I need to take the suit off, but then I'm good to go. Johnny just takes his jacket off, tosses it on the floor, and kind of like bunches it up like a pillow, and then beds down right in the main room. Neil goes to sleep in the tub, and right before he goes to sleep, takes a little Ziploc baggie out of his fanny pack and scatters a bunch of ashes into the tub first, and then curls up and closes the curtain. Apparently, I get my own room. I love this. <laughs> um, Very proper. I love it. Wind Good job, takes guys. one of the uh, one of the bedrooms and just kind of cuddles up on the bed. Yeah, it's sleepover night for the girls. Yep. And as dawn rises, each of you find yourselves in a restless sleep. Neil, as the group of you rest, you find yourself very suddenly jerked awake by the power of your blood magic. Already, you can smell smoke in your nostrils and this like this soft orangey flickering light from somewhere else in the apartment i need you to make a humanity rule at difficulty eight can i spend a willpower on this yes three successes with three successes you will be able to remain active for a period of three rounds at no dice penalty for the first two rounds because of your ritual that you have in place Neil pulls himself out of the bathtub and starts yelling, Everybody up! Everybody up! There's a fire! Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. Britta Ashcroft the Toreador was played by Rebecca Steigelfest. Johnny Saxon the Bruja was played by Garrett Gabby. Miles Davenport the Venture was played by Tim Davis. Neil Foster the Malkavian was played by Rob Meerhead. Win Cabot the Gangrel was played by Erica Webb. Your storyteller is Lex Lopez. Recording by Rebecca Steigelfest. This episode was edited by Rob Muirhead. The music used in this episode was January Grunge Love Fest by Technoaxe. Visit them online at technoaxe.com. Path of Night uses the 20th anniversary edition rule set of Vampire the Masquerade with a few limited house rules. Vampire the Masquerade is owned by Paradox Interactive. Make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Path of Night Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Path of Night Podcast, or email us at Path of Night Podcast at gmail.com. See you next time, Kendrick. Polo shirts with the collar flip. Two is is this the two collar era? Is it, no, is that's too a, early. We're a little bit early. Yeah, for it's like too early for the two, double collar era. No, that's mm, no. It's like two years later. Uh, double collars, early two, like early two thousand, two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you know what we're talking about? It's where you wear two polos at the same Good time, time, so you got two different collars, I know and they're both popped. I know <laughs> what the collar thing is, but this all just kind of sounds like There's uh, the way of bro It just sounds like Jersey Shore to me, to be honest. Uh, uh, it's it's not inaccurate. It's <laughs> north. It's North Jersey, basically. Okay. <laughs> I think one of the people from the Jersey Shore is from that area, so. Alright. <laughs> Anyways, we get to Quincy Market. <laughs> we apologize market. to our Boston uh, listeners. The, we do the, not. the feeding is actually insane, insanely easy here. <laughs>